You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 42 for March 26th, 2015. This week we talk about celebrity close-ups, what horror movie situations we'd like to be in, as well as read a new fanfic about us. Also, I quiz Joe on drag terms and we discuss cremating my dead cat and why we'd want to experience having a vagina. So stick around for the show. Okay, I am officially recording. Me too. <laughs> oh, good. I'm still drawing. <laughs> I just imagine you drawing like, have you ever seen The Ring? You've seen The Ring, right? Uh, hells yeah. Or Do the, you know who I am? Well, the, well, with the boy that's like drawing Samara's hair on like everyone in the <laughs> magazines, I just imagine you doing that. Doesn't he just scribble like black holes on everything? Well, yeah, but like on but people's faces, too. he does the hair. So I just imagine mm. you doing that constantly. <laughs> That's basically what I'm doing. I'm drawing a mustache on a model right now. Art. Art. <laughs> Hashtag art. Hashtag <laughs> art. I'm an art student. People don't understand me. Should we clap? No, I'm okay. We'll clap now. We'll, I'll keep the stuff before in, but we'll clap. Give me give me the clap. Uh, okay. One, two, three, clap. Ooh. And there it is. Oh, I'm drawing in magazines. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so why are you drawing in magazines? Just because you have... I, mean, I don't know. It's just, it's like one of those things, like you can't have a magazine near you and not doodle all over the model sort of thing. I, I did you see. see the picture I tweeted this week where I did to Lauren Conrad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I got, I get Red Book Magazine. Okay. Whatever fucking reason. Are you, I don't, I don't pay for this. I, are you like a middle-aged menopausal woman? Someone at Hearst Publishing thinks that I am, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that it's probably fine. accurate. But. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've been going through all of, like, the skincare models and giving them, like, mustaches and making them all, like, goth and whatever. Yes. Like, I'm, like, 12 or something. I don't know what I'm doing. How are you? I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. When I'm on the phone sometimes, like, my mom also does this, too. She has, like, a little sticky pad, and she'll just, like, doodle. And just, like, make little yeah. scribbles and just, like, it's just something to do while you're on the phone. I have to pace when I'm on the phone. I can't sit down. I can't either. I always pace. And my family makes fun of me to all ends of the earth for it. Like, I will, like, I, I, I've, we've definitely talked about this before, but I will, like, run yeah, a fucking marathon when I'm on the goddamn phone. But My if, dad gets, like, the Jimmy legs. <laughs> the What? Like, Jiminy <laughs> Cricket legs? I don't know. That's just what I've always called them. The Jimmy Jimmy legs. Jimmy would like. When you can't stop moving your legs. Like oh. you, they just like go up and down. Like while you're sitting, it's like you're kind of like walking while sitting down. Oh yeah, like you you He's like super twitchy. Yeah, it's super yeah, twitching. twitchy person. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> you got the Jimmy legs, I got, man. I got the jibbity jabbies. I don't know what that's called, but uh-uh. anyways. <laughs> We have some things planned for this week's podcast. Last week, I mm-hmm. said that um, I was going to quiz Joe on some drag queen vernacular. So I think we're going to start with that. And then um, uh, allegedly, we're going to read the fucking fan fiction that we alluded to a couple of podcasts ago. Um, yes, we are. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be ridiculous. And then uh, we'll just roll from there. So I guess I'm going to start. Um, Wait, can I? Yeah, go right May ahead. I? Yes, please. I have a dream related to what you're about to do. Oh, oh, okay. So after we recorded the podcast last week, 
Um, I, cause you had been talking, you were talking about drag race in it. I had a drag race stream that night. Oh, wow. And I don't really, I've only seen drag race a few times, so I don't fully understand how it works. Do they have like themes that they have to do? Yeah. Like they have like different runway themes and challenges and stuff. Okay. Well, in my dream, it was so crazy vivid. You entered me in a drag competition. I mean, I would. Like me having absolutely no experience being like the newbiest of noobs. Uh huh. And um, the theme was coupons. Oh, wow. And it was so weird. It was, we spent the whole dream just like arguing about what I was going to wear. And then at the last minute, everyone else was leaving the room and we just decided to wrap like the ad, the newspaper ads all around my body. <laughs> like that a mummy. Was the dream. Yeah, it was, well, in like a bikini style, though, like only covering those parts of me. Oh, wow. Fetch. And that's it. That's the dream. That's all I had to tell you. I just needed you to know about it. (laughs) So you're saying that you have no idea if we won or not. I have, I am almost positive we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Too accurate. But that's as far as the dream went. Well, we could assume we did not win. Well, there you go. Wow, that's a that's amazing. I don't think I've had a drag queen related dream ever. Maybe that's it's I fun. Know. I mean, maybe I need to dress you up in drag one of these days. I'll fly down to Arkansas yeah, sure. and throw a cheap wig on you. I have plenty. <laughs> I mean, that's true. A shake and go wig. That's what the queens call them. Shake and go wigs. Oh, see, I'm already. I see. I just I gave one away. Although that that's about. Oh, is that one of the ones? No, 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 no. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It's an extra one. My, (laughs) you know, see, the part of my brain where I have where where actual knowledge should be, I have drag vernacular. So, see, that's where all normal people have enough room for different types of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, like mine is like either a one or a zero. Either it's formatted, wiped clean, or it has one thing in it. It's See, like a really like small mine, drawer. Mine has a part for K-pop, and it has a part for horror movies, and it has a part for all of these different and beauty products and skincare, and they all work simultaneously. I just, feel like yours yours has one part, <laughs> and mine has a part for the English language. See, that just sounds so complicated. <laughs> oh God. Are we like witnessing you having like a an aneurysm? Yes, I don't even know what is an aneurysm. Isn't that like I don't even know? I don't know. People always say it, and I'm always always you know you laugh like you understand what they're talking about. <laughs> aneurysm. Hold on, <laughs> aneurysm. <laughs> an aneurysm is a bulging, weak wall of an artery that bursts in the brain. Oh, that's awful. So it's um, what a great thing. Yep. that people say a brain aneurysm. <laughs> So it uh, basically ruptures and it causes you to have a stroke. So no, no big. Mm, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why am I laughing about this? Because I'm an awful person. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what, drag. So drag vernacular terms. Drum, what are you going to title this segment? Um, drag vernacular terms. Okay. 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 I see the creative part isn't working because that part's working. I know. See, this is why you're here. Anyway, so I, I have 10 words or 10 phrases um, okay. that come from the drag world, and I'm going to see how many you can get right. I think I'm going to do pretty good. I don't mean to, like, you know, say I'm amazing, but Toot I am. Toot your own horn. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, that, that horn hasn't been tooted in years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I have a vibrator for that now. 
I thought so, I oh oh yeah, that's right. You got a new one. We already talked about this. Uh, yeah. I'm quick to oh forget God. things about your life. I gotta tell you about these butt plugs I found. Wait, okay. I'll talk tell to- you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all perked up now. I'm I'm, I'm interested, but <laughs> I didn't. I don't own them. I just found them. Anyway, continue. Start this thing before we get off on any more tangents. Okay. Okay. So my first term for you is spilling yeah. tea um spilling truth yes so like you're just you're telling the truth you're telling it exactly like it is you're you're being it's it's feel like it's one of those excuses it's something you say after you're like brutally honest yeah like dishing the dirt in that sense yeah um so the tea in the sense the tea stands for the the truth it's a play on words with like actual like drinking tea um, yeah. And like, if I'm sipping tea, I'm just like, you know, you know, whatever. It's all about like truth. And if someone says no tea, no shade, someone's like, um, you know, here's the truth, but don't take it the wrong way. But it's like, See, yeah. that's confusing, though, because I guess I learned this one from Twitter. Mm-hmm. People, you know, say that stuff all the time. Um, but when you say no tea, no shade, mm-hmm. doesn't that like... That implies like no truth and no shade. So what's left? Uh, nothing's left. <laughs> <laughs> or like I, you know, when they do say no tea, all shade, or all tea, all shade. Yeah, all tea, I all get shade. all tea, all shade. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, so so tea is you know the truth. Tea. What's the tea? Okay, what's the truth. the truth? So good job. You got you got one right so far. One okay. out of. I feel like you know we're starting off easy, which is good. Yes. Work me into this. Definitely. Um, so here's the second term, um, beating your face. Putting on makeup? Yes. To apply the perfect amount of makeup. It's also called like beating your mug, but you know, what, what, you know, your mug is your face. Right. So when someone's beating their face or someone's like, oh girl, beat your face. Um, it means that they're, they're putting on the perfect amount of makeup. They're looking good, looking gorgeous. I beat my face every day. I mean, I'd beat your face with a bat. (laughs) That's a different I would term. like that because then my <laughs> plastic surgery would be covered by insurance. I mean, uh, <laughs> allegedly, That's what real friends do. Allegedly, if I were to allegedly beat you with a bat, allegedly. Anyways, uh-huh. I would enjoy that too much. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so our, I mean, I wouldn't blame you either. <laughs> I know. I know. It would be our secret. Well, I guess it's not a secret uh, now since no, this is now no. on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. So my my third term for you is drag mother. That's like um, your sort of drag mentor. Ooh, okay, yes, yes, right? definitely. And she like takes care of you and like mentors, helps you like guides you. Yes, it's it's your, in your performances or in your life or s- stuff. Yeah, it's an an experienced drag queen who acts as a mentor okay. and guide. To a more kind of green drag queen. Okay. In a sense. And and also, like, a lot of drag mothers have, like, a last name. Like, um, like Davenport is one. There's the House of Davenport. And, and once you're under the drag mother's wing, then your, you know, your drag name, last name would be Davenport. So I'd be Samantha Davenport if I was raised up by the Davenport clan. It's kind of like <gasps> Game of Thrones. You would be Samantha Birdsong. Oh, Sounds like I work at TGI Fridays or something. <laughs> uh, excuse me? 
Oh, so. What's wrong with working at TGI Fridays? I bet you get lots of like free food. Ah, uh, free mozzarella sticks, though. Mm. They need to put more alcohol in their drinks. I'll tell you that. Though. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. you. So, our fourth term is reading. Reading? Reading. Well, I know that real reading is not something you're very familiar with. <laughs> All tea. What? Uh, what? Gotcha. So do you not um, do you not know what that means? No, I'm trying to think. I I would assume it would be like when I think reading, my mind goes two different places. It goes like reading an actual book, and then it goes like a psychic reading. Oh, that's that's good. I do, I do my tarot cards a lot <laughs> <laughs> with an app on my phone, so you know it's soups act. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would think reading would be like understanding something, but it's probably not. It's not actually. What you just said to me when you said, um, oh, well, I know you don't know a lot about actual reading. That is a read. A read is the art of insulting. Mm, I was reading you. Exactly. So like when you like it it was popularized in a really fantastic documentary that was made in the 1990s called Paris is Burning. It's about like the drag community in New York during that time. And it's on Netflix. You guys should watch it. It's like super amazing. Like it's where it's like this epitome of drag culture. A lot of stuff like spawned from Paris is Burning. But um, there's a part in the in the documentary where one of the older queens is explaining the term reading and she's like. You know, let's talk about reading for a second. Like reading is, you know, it, it, it's the act of insulting. It's quick wit. It's it's tearing you down for something that um, you already know. Like, I don't need to tell you you're ugly because you already know you're ugly. Like mm, that sort okay. of thing. It's like, you know, it's the it's insulting only in you insulting. know in that it's the artistic way or whatever. Anyways, reading. So you you read me. You read. I read you. You, you read me. Maybe that. that was my plan all along. Maybe, Who knows? Maybe it was. <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> so you're you're three out of ten still. So now let's go to the sixth one. Oh, the fifth one I have on here. Wait, how many? I've have I gotten all of them, but two. Um, you've or? gotten all, you've gotten all of them, but one. Okay. And so okay. yeah, so we're on the fifth okay. one, or no, we're on the fourth one. You've gotten three. No, we you've got no. We're on the fifth one. You've gotten three, so you've missed one. Right? If, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if this is the fifth one and we've done four, <laughs> can we look at this? Uh, Us trying to figure out simple math, basic, like third grade math, is the most not, painful thing in the world. It's not happening. Okay, just let's go on. I'll so, keep it. Tra- I've missed one. Okay. We'll yeah, say you, that. yeah, you've missed one. So the next term is uh, there's two words for it. And so either. Fierce and or sickening. Um, <laughs> I know what fierce is. Like, so what's fierce? Like you're fierce. You're like on fleek. Ooh, good term. I know. I'm going slang with slang here. Yeah, you're hip with the kids. I'm so hip with the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with my red book. <laughs> <laughs> with your red book. That's like a red flag. <laughs> it is. Um... So what was the other one? Is it they mean the same thing? Yeah, so so fierce and and sickening, you know, both mean the same thing basically. Amazing, hot, 
you know, oh, like, like, great. oh, that's so sick. Exactly. Like, like the hip kids say said in like the 90s and stuff. Exactly. And it, it's still used in, in drag when it's in like, oh, culture. that's that look is sickening. You know, like it's it's great. It's wonderful. It's fierce. It's hot. It's amazing. That's interesting because in my mind, sick and sickening sound like completely different um, in what they mean to somebody. Yeah. Like if I said something is sick, that would mean it was cool. But if I said something was sickening to somebody, I would probably actually mean that it was disgusting. Yeah. See, it's 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 so different. Cool. It has a completely yeah. different connotation. Um, okay. So, yeah, you got that one. So now I'm 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 keeping your tally. Don't worry. Um, I've only missed one. Ah, uh, yes, you've only missed one. So the next term is fishy. Fishy. I would think that is like something's fishy, like something's up, like but like something is like. But I are you calling someone fishy? Like you're saying you're fishy. Yeah. Or are you saying yeah. something? You're, the you're, situation is fish, fishy. No, no, no. You're calling someone fishy. I would say that means a not good thing. Like you're, I don't know. Because I wouldn't want someone to smell like fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only experience that you've had with fish is... Uh, is barfing lock, it up. <laughs> is barfing it off from those frozen Long John Silver's fish sticks from yeah. Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I can't eat fish anymore. So that's what my mind goes to. <laughs> Automatically goes to puke. Mm-hmm. Well, fishy actually means um, it's actually it's it, it can be kind of endearing. It depends on on the way that it's used, but it, it's way to describe um, a drag queen as someone who looks passable as a woman, like someone who looks like doesn't look like a man in a dress looks, you know, super feminine and super like stylish and very like, oh, like if I didn't if I didn't know that you were um, a, a drag queen, I would like on the street, I would assume that you're a woman like you're fishy. And the term okay. and the term fishy comes from vagina. Vagina. <laughs> we'll just say it. We'll just put it out there because we're not the ones who are perpetuating this stereotype. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is right. uh, this is in the in the culture. So take it as that. Um, and so another another term I'm going to add on to this is fishy. Is so if if someone is um, like actually I'll 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 put this out there for you. I'll give you a bonus one. The term is clock. Or to to clock someone or unclockable. Right, so clock somebody, I think that means like to punch them. <laughs> like clock like them that's in the what face. It, I mean, that's yeah, that's what it means in in you know language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but unclockable that makes I don't know what that you're not worth beating up. I don't know. That's what it makes it sound like so to me. I, I guess so. If, if you were to clock someone, that's that's a basically kind of like reading too. I'll, I'll, I think it it, oh. it more um, is reading about like the look that someone is has like in drag. Like if someone clocked me for my for my bad eyeliner or clocked me for my my contour on my face, you know, then I they clocked me. They they um you know they they told me what's up and they they showed me the truth of. They insulted so it's like me, basically. Emotional hitting. Yeah, basically. And if someone is, okay. and if someone's like, "Oh, I'm unclockable," it means that like nothing can get to me. Oh. Like I am, you know, I am beyond this. I'm my face is unclockable. It's beat to the gods. So, oh. as and we already talked about beating your face. So you know, you know what that means. So I got that one wrong. Well, I mean, I, that goes I al- that goes along with reading. And so uh, that was kind of a bonus one because I just oh okay I thought of it okay. with fishy, but you got you got fishy wrong. 
And that's what totally. did I say fishy was? You thought fishy oh. was like, like something something's, something's up. Something's fishy. Mm-hmm. So our next term is Heather. And if I were to use it in a term, it would be like, ooh, girl, you are my Heather. Uh, my nemesis. I would think like the Heathers, the movie. Okay. That's the first, that's probably the only Heathers I know in my life. <laughs> You're really close though. It's actually the opposite though, because in the movie, like the, friend? The, the Heathers are like the part of the popular They're, clique, you know? Right. But it's, everybody hates them. Well, I mean, I guess everybody, if, it's like Mean Girls. Everybody loves them. And exactly. Hates them. Help, loves them and hates them. And so like, if I, if I, it, it, it could definitely be used both ways. Like, if you were a Heather and I was a Heather and, like, we were both in that group and I called you a Heather, it would be endearing. Like, ooh, girl, we're part of the Heathers. Like, we're better than everyone else. Like, you're my Heather. You're my friend. Blah, blah, blah. But if you were looking in from the outside perspective, you'd be like, ooh, that's a, you know, she's a Heather. You know, she she thinks she's okay. better than us. Like, she's in this popular group. Like, she thinks she's a Heather. Like, whatever. So, I mean, you, I'll, I'll give you that one because it's the the strength of it comes from the Heathers. You know. we'll say I got it half right. <laughs> now we're adding decimals. Jesus. Uh, I know this math is going to be blowing our fucking minds in a minute. <laughs> I better pull up my calculator. I know. Now. <laughs> I've missed two and a half. I mean, you're all right. So our next one is Kiki. Oh, that's a party where you like gossip about people. That's a song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Scissor, Scissor sisters. sisters. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Kiki is like a party with your friends where you gossip and in the song it's you you calm down your nerves. You spill spill some tea, gossip a little bit, dish the dirt with your friends. Do you have to gossip at the Kiki? Is that like part of it? I mean, I it, it traditionally it is, but I think like Kiki now is like party. Like I'm having a Kiki, we're kikiing, we're partying, we're talking, we're hanging out. So where did that come from? It didn't come. Was it? It wasn't. It existed before that song. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it existed okay. way before the "Let's Have a Kiki" by Scissor Sisters. Um. I I... So there you go. And the next okay. one is very similar to Kiki in the terms. It like it sounds very similar. So instead of Kiki, this one is Kai Kai. Kai Kai. Kai Kai. Ugh, that sounds like. Oh, no, I almost said something racist. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it's technically racist. It sounds like a hot foreign exchange student and like your sexy nickname for him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Or just a regular, you know, just someone named Kyle. Mm -hmm. I had a you call him Kai Kai because he's like totes hottie i would have called my high school crush was named kyle oh really? i think i'd call him kai kai that's mm-hmm. cute actually but i guess when you when it's heard as kai kai like in my mind it's spelled like k-a-i k-a-i yeah that's exactly so how it's it makes, spelled here oh okay that mm-hmm. makes me think of like a an abbreviation for like a foreign name and you're like Ooh. hey kai kai oh i see i got you hey uh, you hottie i had a hit me uh, up <laughs> I had a friend in elementary school that was from Hawaii, and his name was Kai, K-A-I. Yeah, okay. That's, well, Hawaiians aren't <laughs> foreign exchange students. I mean, they're basically foreign exchange students, except not. <laughs> Anyways, no, Hawaiian's that's, that's a not language, what Kai right? Kai means. <laughs> so Kai Kai is, this is an interesting one, and it and compared to Kiki, which is having a party, Kai Kai is the act of two queens while in full drag having sex oh interesting very interesting yeah 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you kai kai with someone? I, I well, I assume not like you're not in your clothes, obvious. Well, I guess you could be in your clothes. Well, yeah. So the uh, in order for it to be a kai kai, you both have to like have sexual relations while you're both like all the way in drag. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm just so picturing you, just you like, in drag. So you just like lift up your dress and. I mean, sure. Yeah, you can. Okay. You can do that or whatever. Hmm. No. Okay. Does yeah. this happen often? I don't think it usually does. I. I mean, some queens are into it. Some queens aren't. Oh, that's so. cool. There you go. And so our last term. Are you ready? I'm R. Is the term tuck? That's when you tuck your penis or your balls or. Yes. Do you remember when I didn't really understand how that worked? I was talking to you and Grog about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, because I didn't, I didn't, I thought you just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to explain this because I didn't know either. I didn't know that you, you physically, like you, you push your balls back up into your body, mm-hmm. don't you? Yes, you do. Yes. Um, I thought you just like taped the whole thing down really well. Like you just yeah. got some tape and, you know, sort of. Finagled it backwards. Finagled it. (laughs) Maneuvered it. But no, you like, you like, put your balls back up into your body. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting. And it's, it's like, at first I was like, there's no way they're going back up there until you try it. I have tried it before. I have successfully tucked. Um, Mm -hmm. And there are. Is it comfortable? I mean, not really. No, it's not comfortable. It's like, it's something that you can get used to, but like. Like, I don't know. There, there's these little crevices in your in your pelvis that your balls can, you know, go up into. And then ah. and then you, you uh, <laughs> take your dick and just put it in between your ass cracks and tape it all up. And then it's sealed. The thing about tucking is that, like, you can't, like, if you're in, in geesh, in full drag, like, and you need to pee, like, you're fucked. <laughs> Like, unless you want to completely undo your tuck, like, you have to wait. So, there you go. Uh-huh. There I you, mean, I guess it's, go. I guess it works. I mean. I, Ball I, stuff freaks me out, though. I don't even like, like, when you're having sex with somebody and they're like, touch my balls. You're like, <laughs> mm, no thanks. No. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a ball. You're not a ball person. No, I can be in the right situations, but most of the time I'm like, nah. mm, deal with that yourself. Like, <laughs> Swat it away. I'll, I'm like, here's another list of kinky things that I'll do, but um, mm-hmm. balls are not on this list. Well, there you go. So that is, that is my uh, my 10 little drag terms. There's there's ton more, but I, I came up with this, you know, in 10 minutes. So what did I miss? Three and a half? Um, I wasn't. I stopped keeping count. Well, yeah, I, I think you missed. You missed three and a half. So that is. Um, so you got a six point five out of ten. Um, is that what ten minus three and a half is? Yes, it is. But I got that bonus one, didn't I? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll give you a half a point, and so you you got <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> Yay! See, I know more about. I think it's because. Um, I think a lot of drag culture terms. Well, a lot of those were either like. Um, I wouldn't call them obvious, but I would say they're based on, like, with the Heather's thing. Exactly. You know that right. was if you easy think about it, you're, you're part of like if you part of the culture or whatever. You're like, oh, like that that makes sense, right? If you just if you like understand pop culture in general, mm-hmm. um, and then I think a lot of those translate to 
like other people start taking them from drag culture and just start using them. Yeah, definitely. I like a lot of people on Tumblr use mm-hmm. those terms now, like, you know, like shady, someone calling mm-hmm. someone shady or, you know, reading even or, you know, I don't know. There, there, well, there's a lot of stuff like that that's it's kind of being used more in the general area of the world. Mm hmm. Well, I enjoyed that. I'm glad you schooled me on some uh, drag terms. Well, I mean, you got seven out of ten. So I, you did actually a lot better than I thought you were going to do. So congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. Eh? Is that a thing? Yeah, that, that is. In, in, the, in RuPaul's Drag Race, whenever uh, someone wins a challenge, that... they, they, Ru says congratulations instead of congratulations. You should have told me you were just like clever and came up with it. I mean, I you would definitely not believe that. So uh. <laughs> true, true that. <clears throat> so yeah, if any of you listening to the podcast uh, learned anything about drag, I'm glad I got to inform you. And you, can, or if you know any other ones, yeah, definitely want to like throw at me. Yeah, throw just tweet Joe or text us or whatever. Um, and you can you know ask your elderly grandma these ten uh, words and phrases and see if she gets any of them. I'm sure she uh, will get them all right because yeah, because I don't know. Or just use them and just use them like um. Yes, we Grandma, were last spill week. that tea. Yes, <laughs> we were talking about using like cereal and oh yeah. Uh, what are some other ones? Totes. Totes. And... I'm R. I just abbreviate everything these days. There's no time. There's yeah. no time. Like I, I don't say I'm ready anymore. Like I never tell anyone that I'm ready to go somewhere. I'm like, oh, I'm R. I'm R. Like, yeah. <laughs> I physically say I'm R. Like, it comes out uh-huh. of my mouth. And, like, it takes, like, zero effort to say the word ready. Yet I'm like, I'm R. <laughs> it's just so much. I feel like that is the next step in the evolution of language. Because, you know, language is always evolving. Always, yeah. And um, I think the next step is, we've already seen a whole lot of this happening. But I think more and more text lingo oh, totally. is going to become, like, very acceptable mm-hmm. in spoken and written language especially as this generation grows up yeah and it's already accepted in their minds it's just gonna become the norm yeah exactly like the the formal way of you know right less casual and more just kind of like commonplace and i don't know my phone always makes me type it makes me sound like such a I don't know who when they said this. It always changes thee to thou, which I don't think even what? means thee. Yeah, it just it changes all of these things to like Shakespearean. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know why, and Is I your don't know how to change the dictionary. It's Shakespearean English for some reason. Shakespearean English. I didn't know that was I a setting. Know. I have no idea, but it makes me sound like such a douche <laughs> if I like don't catch it on. Thou shalt get on stuff. Skype immediately. <laughs> It's the worst. Too like I rather it, I rather it make me curse unintentionally than have to speak this way. <laughs> yeah, rather my phone like, is definitely doesn't do that. Um, but I, don't I gotta like change the dictionary or something. Something's wrong. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, whatever. So I mean, congratulations on your on your drag things. I might have to do this again um, later yeah. because drag race is still going on. Should I give my little update right now or should I wait until the, the end of the podcast to give, give my little drag update? Um, you can do it whenever you want. Oh, well, since we're doing drag terms or we just got done with that, then I'll just like I'll say a little bit about drag race. So okay. spoiler alert. I mean, I'm not going to say who got eliminated, but I feel like the person that got eliminated 
did not deserve to get eliminated this week. Wow. So, and, and I, I explained to you. Um, I at, saw Grog tweet about it. Yeah, I was very angry. I the whole internet is basically up in storms about it. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, eh, totally didn't. Was the theme coupons? Because I could have rocked it. You could have. You would have won this challenge. No, the theme was green. <laughs> A green, green, green runway, which is it's very like bland. Oh. Like usually the themes are not this like, ugh, like a color. Is that really? like, it, well, does that mean the color or does that mean like eco? You know, no. like the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear green is eco, whatever. Well, I mean, I, that would be that would have been a really clever way to interpret the challenge. And none of the queens did that. One of the queens oh. did um, had a, a dress that had like dollar signs on it and then had a, a feather boa made of fake one dollar bills. And that was very clever. But most of them were just like green dress gowns and like, you know, leprechaun realness and stuff like that. It wasn't a very good runway challenge. Oh, is this because it was St. Patrick's Day recently? Maybe that was the reason why. Maybe. I totally forgot about that holiday. That might be it, actually. I'm not, I'm not, whatever. I completely forget about leprechauns. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> I mean, the fact that leprechauns aren't real. Uh, um, yeah, is that what? is that racist and insane? Wow, just keep I don't digging be- yourself into this wholesale. I don't believe in leprechauns, you guys. <gasps> oh, I don't believe in leprechaun marriage. I think that it's <gasps> disgusting and against the holy lord. You are going to get some fucking emails this week, <laughs> let me tell you. And half of them are going to be from me, from anonymous accounts. <laughs> and the other half are going to be from actual leprechauns. <laughs> I was going to do a really shitty Irish accent, but you know what? I'm just going to spare you. Because... <laughs> I didn't know that Bill Cosby was an Irishman. <laughs> that was pretty awful, wasn't it? <laughs> no. I can do better. I can do better. Hold on. Give me a phrase to say. Um, you're after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you can't back out now, you piece of shit. You're... You're after me, Lucky Charms. No, that was more like Minnesotan Irish. Yeah. Ah, whatever. Mm. G- give me a week to practice. I'll bring it back. Yeah. Bring I'll it bring back. it back in a couple weeks, and I'll be <laughs> I'll be R to G. You'll be you'll be R to G. You will. <laughs> R to G. God, I hate us so much. We. I feel like we. Um. Did you? Okay. I'm just gonna bring this up. Okay, bring it up. I'm ready. Okay, so we occasionally get some tweets that are like, why do you always hate on, mm-hmm. insert country, insert, insert country group, <laughs> insert anything. And it's just like, um, I just want to say this. I think we hate more on ourselves and where we're from. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's all in good fun for one thing. I mean, if you listen to this podcast seriously. Mm, you have some I problems. Mean, there's, a, there's issue number one right there. Yep. Um. But, you know, we make fun of where we're from more than where other people are from, I think. Exactly. Which makes it right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. fine, right? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> if you take anything we say seriously, like, no. Yeah, it's not. we're not, like, picking on one group of people. We pick on... Everyone. We make fun of everybody. Yes. Ever, nobody is in the clear. No one. Absolutely no nobody. one. So, Including you, leprechauns. Yeah, leprechauns. Well, you know what? It's your time of the year. We picked on you. <laughs> we we read you, leprechauns. We heathered you. I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, well, I think we should move on because um, Joe said that he was going to 
read us another fanfic that Mobius Chan so graciously wrote about us. Yes, this is, we talked about it a couple weeks, two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a sequel to the first one. So if you haven't heard the first one, you just go to fanfiction.net. This one is called Gravedigger Gold Digger, or you can look up Mobius Mobius Dash Chan Mm -hmm. is the author. Um, He or she... I am not sure. They. Um, they. <laughs> Who's the English they professor now? I don't know. Not you. Not me. <laughs> that is actually correct, though, in like some style manuals. Oh, really? Because, yeah, they say it's like they is supposed to be plural, but you can technically use they and them in certain style manuals to be singular. Oh. Just a little factoid for you. But it depends on what style manual you're using. I, it, I completely forgot about what you just said over the past 20 seconds. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's from working at a writing center. I mean, you know, that's that's good to know, definitely. Um. Anyway, yeah. Grave Digger, Gold Digger. This is part two. Sam mm. and Joe part two. And uh, it's a little bit longer than the first one. I actually... I mean, the first one was amazing, and I think this one is even... I didn't think it could get more amazing, and it did. Yeah, it gets better, you guys. It gets so it gets much better. better, even though it was already amazing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shall we just get started? Yeah, go for it. I mean, I'm not going to read it because I'm stupid, and so Joe has gracefully, <laughs> graciously volunteered. Grace, gracefully. <laughs> gracefully volunteered. Grace. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. Um, Grave Digger Gold Digger by Mobius Chan. Sam stared out the window of his mansion. Oh, we should, should we set it up? I married Sonic and yes. Sam married... Knuckles. Knuckles in the first part. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. That's yeah. where we're at. Okay. <laughs> Sam stared out the window of his mansion into the graveyard across the street where his child was buried. Marriage with Knuckles was turning out to be less and less fulfilling for him. It had been months since Sam quote, accidentally dropped baby ravioli down the basement staircase, and Knuckles still hadn't gotten over the incident. But it wasn't Sam's fault. Parenting life just didn't suit him very well, and he wanted ac- he wanted action. And, in more than one way, Knuckles just wasn't giving it to him anymore. Hold on, I'm going to increase this text size. Uh, okay, old- <laughs> red book. I had to do this in the first one, too. <laughs> <laughs> what is this word? Squints. Okay, I'm going. The problems really started back when Joseph Birdsong kicked Sam and Knuckles into the guest mansion across the street. Sam's best friend wasn't really acting himself lately and had taken to spending long hours rolling in the hundreds of golden rings his husband, Sonic, collected daily for him. And there was something about the way that Joseph stared at Knuckles with a mixture of awe and hatred. For a long time, Sam just thought it was Joe's circle lenses catching the light, but now he knew better. It's too accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Joe wanted to steal Knuckles from him. But Sam didn't truly care. As he stared off into the graveyard, he remembered the first time he felt baby ravioli kick inside of him. He thought it was just diarrhea stewing. (laughs) (laughs) Sam laughed and pulled away from the window, but movement in the graveyard across the street caught his eye. A figure crouched over and clutching a shovel was tottering from gravestone to gravestone. Sam was intrigued, sexually. What are you doing? A voice from behind Sam said. Sam spun to find Knuckles waiting there. The echidna had taken off his wedding ring. At this point, they were little more than roomies. 
I think I'm going to go for a walk, Sam said, patting the echidna on the head. See you later. Don't forget we have dinner tonight at Joe's and Sonic's. Okay. Leaving their mansion, Sam made his way into the graveyard across the street, looking back and forth for the figure he'd seen earlier. Where was his mysterious gravekeeper? Then Sam spotted him. The strange pale man had a hunchback. Sam didn't know why he was so drawn to the gravekeeper, but something about the way he clumped along he clumped along excited Sam. Maybe it was the slow determination. Maybe it was just that Sam was totally fucked up. Whatever it was, he was ready to let his this monster ravage his body. <laughs> Did you play the Song of Storms? Because you're making me totally wet, Sam said. And the gravekeeper spun around to look at him. Sam wasn't really sure if this pickup line worked with his anatomy, but thought that if he said it confidently, it might work. I don't, how does Dompe speak? Does he speak in the game? <laughs> no, he never speaks in the game, so okay. you just go for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. You'll hear? <laughs> I can't do it. You hear for Dompe, the gravekeeper's heart pounding grave digger tour? If the grave is my asshole and you're the one doing the pounding, then yes, Sam whispered <laughs> playfully. Dompe looked confused. So Sam walked up to the creature and took his hand. Time to drop your tunic and let me see your master sword. I'm hotter than Den's fire for you right now. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, you got it. All right. This, for some reason, made sense to the gravekeeper, for he took Sam in his arms and they began to undress each other. As Dompe slipped a condom onto his throbbing Deku stick, he paused. Dompe is not sure you really want this, the old gravedigger said. Shh, Sam said, placing a finger to Dompe's lips. You're sexy in your own way. What could possibly go on? <laughs> a janky smile took over Dompe's face and he took Sam in his arms once again. High atop his mansion, Joseph Birdsong watched through a pair of bedazzled binoculars as the ogre fucked Sam. What the fuck, Joe murmured, then snapped some pics with his camera. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, like, that would totally happen. Like, too accurate, I am, like, screaming. If I had a mansion that had a tower on top of it, I would literally just stand up there and watch people with bedazzle, bedazzled binoculars and whisper to myself. Literally. So true. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Okay, so I took some pics with his camera. These would be fun to show everyone at dinner tonight. Joe had stored up enough rings. He was ready to cast Sonic aside and finally have Knuckles as his own. Cackling, Joseph descended from the roof of his mansion and began to make dinner. He wanted to bake something that Knuckles would love, but he wasn't really sure what an echidna was. So he settled, so he settled and just put a pizza in the oven. I have a surprise for you, Sonic said, entering the room. Joe spun around, startled, and laughed. The blue hedgehog was still undeniably handsome. There was no question about that. But he had to admit, he wouldn't have stuck around if it hadn't been for the money. We'll need to set the table for one more guest tonight, Sonic said with a wink, and then he flashed out of the room a cobalt blur. Joe sighed, if only things could have worked out better. Sam lay in Dompe's cold, lumpy arms until the sun began to set. Then he kissed his sleeping lover and left him behind the gravestone in order to join Knuckles at Joe and Sonic's mansion. When they sat down for dinner, a single place had been left un unoccupied beside Joe. 
It was strange, the new way that Joe was looking at Sam. There was a crazy glint in his best friend's eyes. Knuckles took Sam's hand beneath the table and held it, brushing his metal glove against Sam's leg. For the first time in a long while, he felt something for the echidna, and when he turned to look at his husband's eyes, they shared a look that told him what they had both known for a long time. It was okay for their time together to be over. Sam's heart beat fast, and he shared a brief kiss with Knuckles. Joe cleared his throat. He was more than slightly drunk at this point of the, at this point of the night, and knew that the time for his dramatic confrontation had come. I saw something interesting today. It seems that somebody that one of us knows and loves has been using a shovel creatively, he started, but never finished that sentence. A knock on the door cut him off. We'll get it, Sonic said, getting up and leading Joseph away from the table. God damn it, Joe whispered. (laughs) He'd made a PowerPoint for this, and now the moment was ruined. What the hell do you want? Sonic shook his head and paused before opening the mansion door. I've known for a while now that I'm too fast, you know, in bed. So I called a friend of mine, and he agreed to join us for a little three-way action tonight. Joe didn't know what to say as Sonic opened the door and Captain Falcon stepped inside. He was dressed in a pink skin-tight suit that was totes fetch and which featured his nipples and bulge prominently. Joe hadn't been this turned on since he'd watched his Zac Efron sim woohoo for the first time. (laughs) He glanced down at Sonic, who stared back at him with a a wry smirk on his face. Maybe things could work out between them after all. Later that night, Dompe woke from behind his gravestone to the sound of Falcon Punch being screamed from Sonic's mansion. The end. Gorgeous. That was incredible i like it because it leaves open room for a sequel i know and i just like i i am absolutely taken aback this was beautiful it was heart-wrenching it was sexy it's all of like the the little things that are inserted in there too exactly like it's it's all about the detail that capture the personalities i mean and like i need to see this powerpoint now (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that is totally something I would do. I, I would know. <laughs> make a PowerPoint to ruin someone's life. <laughs> you would fuck an ogre behind a gravestone. I, it's You have our personalities down to a T. Let's just say that. It's very true. It's very true. We appreciate it. We really do. Thank you so much, Mobius Chan. We absolutely love it. If you have the time and want, keep them coming because you're a fantastic writer and mm-hmm. um, you're fucking hilarious. So... We love it. <laughs> we do. It gives us some material, too. Exactly. It gives us something to do. You know, you you write these podcasts for us, to be honest. <laughs> it's always nice when that happens. I know. Well, we're at that point of the podcast where we have some... Uh, are we doing voicemails or are we doing favorite things of the week? I forgot. These are a few of our favorite things. Yes! How can you still be forgetting? <laughs> Can we just... How are you still <laughs> surprised by this? You need to get that, like, tattooed on your wrist. I know, like, the inside of my eyelids. I'm ready. Ooh. But then I wouldn't really Does be able to work? see them because it's kind of dark. I just closed my eyes to say that because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but I actually just did that, so... That's a phrase people say, right? Tattoo inside your eye? Yeah. Or tattoo something to your eyelids? Yeah. Inside your eyelids? I want to get something tattooed on the outside of my eyelids, just, like fake eyes. Ooh, or just like the words, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no. Do you, 
Maybe. I don't think I would get words. I think I would get like big anime eyes. Oh, that'd be so cute though. Have you heard about, um, there's a lot of people who get their makeup tattooed on. Yeah. Like eyeliner and stuff. Yes. Doesn't that sound terrifying? My well, my I, aunt yeah. and my grandma did it. My, I have a friend um, whose mom did it and she looks fabulous. Really? But it doesn't it like it fades over time though and like kind of bleeds. Yeah, I think but I don't most tattoos do that. Right. Yeah, you do have to get them like touched up every so often or whenever. I think the thing that I can't get across is like your eye? Yeah, just like someone tattooing something on like the waterline of your eye, like that must Ugh, hurt that so bad. I would get white eyeliner tattooed on me. <gasps> oh, that would be cute. Mm-hmm. Like on my waterline. Mm-hmm. You look so that dewy. Makes your, that makes your eyes look like bigger and brighter. Mm-hmm. I talk about that in tomorrow's video, which will already have aired when this... So yesterday's video. <laughs> yesterday's video. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Anyways, favorite things. Favorite things. So yeah. I, I think I went first last week, so I want you to go this week. Okay, mine has something to do with kind of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of makeup-ish. yeah. Um, so there's this blog called, I don't know how I got obsessed with this recently. It's called Celebrity Close-Ups. Ooh. It's on a Tumblr account somewhere. I don't, I think the exact username is Celebrity Close-Up. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, but don't quote me on it. Um, and what they do is they post super extreme high-res close-ups of celebrity faces. Oh my God. Can you like see their pores? You can see everything, like <gasps> all of the makeup they have at award shows and stuff. And I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it. Obviously, you can tell that the images are like the sharpness is obviously brought up. Mm-hmm. It's they sharpen them and they I feel like there's a there's a couple of them that they stole from other from other sites and stuff. And they intentionally made them kind of look bad. OK, Um. so I don't take them, you know, at face value uh, <laughs> you're the worst but, <laughs> but uh they are it's so interesting to see people that close because you know even when you're in a, having a conversation with someone face to face you do not see their face close up exactly like you do not see their pores like my retina like some, isn't like in your nose right exactly um and so it's always fascinating me to for me to see people like microscopically detailed mm. and they're celebrities too so then so you can like feel better about yourself you're like oh my god you right. look, you don't look as good as like people like make you look that makes me feel better right. I'm like oh well you can see like all of the um there are a few um i think Nicki minaj was one of them uh you can see like the contouring that they do on their face and oh. stuff like that, which is really interesting you can yeah. see like how they will shape their nose and stuff which looks great like you know, on a red carpet when you're at a human level away from somebody. But when you're like that close up, you can actually see like the contouring and stuff. And so it's really interesting to see that. Yeah. And then there are the celebrities that have like the flawless skin that just pisses you off. Exactly. Um, Like Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Her face is like flawless. I think Lana Del Rey's skin was pretty flawless. Ugh, that's awful. Um, and Rihanna's is pretty flawless. Mm-hmm. But I mean... That's my favorite thing of the week is looking at celebrities close up. I mean, you know, I'm not surprised, really. <laughs> it's so interesting. It's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to there, check that and out. Most of them are, are intentionally, like, bad pictures. Mm-hmm. Like Just it, to really weird. get it. 
Right, like like bad facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Oof. I shouldn't be obsessed with that because that's mean and bad. But it, they're in the it public eye, whatever. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a good argument. But. No, it's it's not. It's, it no. isn't. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to check out yeah. that blog. Definitely, you should. I want my face to be on there. Oh my god! If only you were famous enough. I know. That's my goal. My goal is to get famous just so I can be on a celebrity close-up blog. Oh, yeah. Well, one day. Because, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Sorry, I am really obsessed with this situation. Oh, you're fine. Go for it. Um, I used to use a DSLR camera, but only for like four videos in my life. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Like, all my videos are in 1080p. Um, mm-hmm. Which is great. I want them to be in 1080p, but I don't use a DSLR camera anymore Mm -hmm. because I don't believe that people need to see other people that close up. And I say this as someone who just went to this blog and looked at everybody (laughs) close up. But I want people to be more concerned about like, you know, I I do care about how I look in videos just because that is going to be out there forever. But it's about the content. And it's right. And I I want people, I rather people listen to what I'm saying. Mm Mm-hmm. And not be able to, like, enlarge my face so much that they can see every single pore because, you know, I look yeah. very different when you can see every single pore. Exactly. <laughs> I like we to all be, do. I like to be nicely blurred. Yes. A nice and so matte finish. It's something that I'm, 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 I am obsessed with. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're going to have to send me the, the link. To, you said it was on Tumblr? It's, on, it's a Tumblr blog, yeah. Do you know what the URL is? I think it is celebrityclose-up.tumblr.com, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, I'm sure a quick Google search. Yeah, if you Google it, it'll come up. Well, that's a great favorite thing. Uh, Yeah, so what is your favorite thing this week? (laughs) My favorite thing is (laughs) my dead cat. Oh, did they, wait, did one just die? Oh, well, no, okay, so here's the sitch, here's the story. Um, so about a, so I had a cat. Her name was Molly. She was a, a polydactyl in the sense where she had extra toes and she was gray right. and like whatever. I got her when I was really young. She was a pterodactyl. So she was a pterodactyl. Um, she had uh-huh. wings. She uh, was a carnivore. She ate. <laughs> she was actually a dinosaur. She was actually she a dinosaur. Wasn't a cat. Yep. Nope. Not a cat. Right. Um, <laughs> and she, <laughs> we got her from the Humane Society like a long time ago. And um, I think she was about. Oh, like 13, 14. She was getting pretty old, you know, adult cat life. Um, but I, like, she lives at my parents' house because, like, A, I couldn't take her to Boston, LOL. I couldn't take her to Missoula, where I live now, because I don't live in a pet-friendly area. Plus, I can barely take care of myself, let alone take care of another, like, human or even, like, animal, anything yeah. alive. I can barely keep myself alive, to be honest. And so, um, a, you know, a couple months ago my parents were out of town and my cat wasn't you know feeling very well and she was kind of like wobbling around and she passed away she just like you know hung out on the ground and just kind of croaked and my then my parents came home to it and she was already like you know stiff and whatever it was kind of traumatizing but um we had no idea that like pet cremation was a thing in our area and it totally is and so my dad was like, oh, my God, like, I'll just, like, take her to Humane Society. We'll get her cremated. And she'll, like, look all cute and whatever. And so my cat. She'll look all cute or whatever. She'll look all cute. And, well, I mean, this is my, uh-huh. my paraphrasing. And so they, <laughs> so they put her in this nice tin and they, like, cut a, a little tuft of her hair out. 
It's not even an urn. Well, uh, let me. It, it gets better. This sounds like a tuna cat, a tuna fish tin, or something. <laughs> is what I'm thinking of. I mean, there, there's like paw prints on it, and it's like really cute. Oh, that is kind of cute. It's like it looks kind of like a little miniature cookie tin, except instead of cookies, there's cat ashes in it. So it's not really as exciting. Right, right. But they cut out um, a little tuft of of hair that's in a little Ooh. like baggy. So like you know, you have a little piece of her hair. And then inside of the 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 little paw print tin is a Ziploc bag of cat ashes. They just put her in a Ziploc bag? They threw her in a Ziploc bag and put her in this cat cookie tin. Well, I guess maybe they think you want to maybe move her to something else. Yeah, like or... bury her or scatter her ashes somewhere or whatever. And so... I, I don't know. I haven't been home. Well, I currently I should tell you now that I am I'm currently at my parents' house because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't tell people this, but I have a haircut and I'm visiting my parents or whatever. I haven't been back home to my parents since my or before my cat died. The last time I was here, she was like, you know, trotting around doing her thing. And so I haven't had a chance to come by and pick her up because my parents are like, Do you want her? And I'm like, Hell yeah, I want her. She's my cat. I want to bring her back with me. And so um I am going to take her back to my apartment with me and I um, have a piano in my living room now and I'm going to set her on my piano next to a picture of her and I'm going to hope that she haunts me because I'm ready. I hope Aww. I hope that her little, you know, fat cat ass ghost haunts my little room when I'm asleep. That's what I'm hoping for. That's cute. Isn't that, isn't that gruesome and cute at the same time? I feel it because you. we talked about pumpkin just today. Just yes, definitely. We video. did. And I can totally see wanting that, like, on an emotional level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, totally. Like, I wish that when my cat Pumpkin had died, we had been able to cremate her or something. Like, you know, we buried her. Mm-hmm. But now we don't live in that house anymore, so we don't have that property. Yeah, Pumpkin's just, just a there. cat in somebody's yard. <laughs> That means nothing to them. <laughs> exactly. They don't even know it's there. Like, it's a surprise. Oh, God. They will someday. She'll wash up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was she was fun like that. Yeah, she, yeah she'll just, you know, <laughs> she'll pop up again. She still has, she's, you know, only one life. She has eight left. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so, um, were you going to bring her, when you were talking about bringing her back, you, were, you hadn't been talking about bringing her back alive, though, before this, right? Well, I mean, like, I, I couldn't bring her back alive because I, I wasn't allowed right. to have a, a cat alive. But I, I hadn't had the chance. I it, All along, I wanted her when she was when she croaked. I wanted her ashes to be with me because she was my cat and whatever. And like, I don't know. I'm, I, are you really are you pretty sad about it? I'm not not really. No, because like I yeah. we grew apart because I was at college in Boston for the past two years or whatever. And I mean, it's it's obviously traumatic when your pet dies, but like. You know, you move on. It's it's all right. You know, yeah. I, I still have her like, you know, remains, which is awesome. You know, I still have her. She's just in a Ziploc bag now, which is kind of morbid. But I mean, at least I she's still mine. I can still you know talk to her or whatever. I have her little tuft of hair. Super nice of them to do that. But I'm actually I bet I'm, she, I'm excited. Mm, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something <laughs> too inappropriate. And it was do too it. soon. Do it. Too do soon. it. It's not too soon. Do it. I was going to say, I bet you can make a nice facial scrub. <gasps> oh, my God. You're probably so right, though. <laughs> Too soon? Okay. Didn't know if you were gasping. Oh, no, no, horrible, no. Or... <laughs> oh, no, no. She, she died a couple months ago. Like, it's, it's really oh, okay. fine. It wasn't, okay. It was not a recent thing. It oh, just, right, it's, right. It's been, a, I haven't seen her. I haven't been home in, like, you know, four months or something. 
Um, and so I haven't had a chance to pick her up and bring her back to, to my house with me. And so I'm going to do that on my way home when I leave in a couple days and go back to Missoula. But yep, so um, if anyone Aww. wants to come over to my house and uh, have a seance to try to bring my dead cat soul back, hang out just to hit me up. So there you go. I'm down. Are you down? I'll just uh, fly <gasps> I'm you I'm all about seances and stuff. I know you are. Oh my God. When you um, come to Montana, whenever that is, um, we will have a seance for my dead cat. I'll bring, I've got all of my paid ghost apps. I'm ready. Exactly. That means they're legit, Sam. I know where to buy organic sage. Like, I know. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> For all I, of the hippie ghosts. I mean, exactly. And I'm I'm gay. So, like, I have to get organic sage. <laughs> I don't know what, what that has anything to do with being a homosexual, but. It has everything to do with being a homosexual. I got to keep it clean, you guys. That's the only way you can know if somebody's a homosexual. If they have if they organic, organic sage, sage. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like the for sure gaydar organic stage <laughs> anyways so now we have uh, a couple voicemails right yes we have a couple voicemails this first one is from i expected you to finish my sentence <laughs> <laughs> i'm still bringing it up i don't remember i think the it's loading the first one is from sarah from washington dc so we'll play that now all right Hi, Sam and Joe. This is Sarah again. Um, really excited about the new music. And I also had a would you rather question. Um, would you rather have to have a night of sexual relations with a woman or would you rather have a vagina for a week? But the catch to that is you're also on your period for like five days, you know, normal period. So um, let me know either side. Bye. Well, hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for calling us. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for saying you're excited for new music because we're very excited for you. Yes, we are very excited. We're we're working uh, summer. We're going to plug it every chance we get. So Um, thank you for the nice segue, Sarah. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. Um, This is a very interesting um, question. It's like super original and I had never really thought about this before. So thank you so much for asking this. Um, And so the question was basically, would you rather, you know, have a night of sexual relations with a woman or would you rather have a vagina for a week? But the catch is you're on your period for those days. Right. Interesting. So I know exactly what I would do. I think I know what I would do, too. What do you what's yours? You go first. Um, I rather have a vagina for a week and be on my period. Same. And I think the reason for me, at least wanting to do that is. I am, well, first of all, I am gay. Oh, what? really? What? <laughs> what? <Yes. laughs> well, did I just come out oh, on my congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. Do you know there's some people who don't know I'm gay? Oh, are, they gonna get into it. <laughs> are they blind? they blind? Death? <laughs> Do they have none of their senses? <laughs> yeah, I think they're just, you know, just... Wiggling around, you know, bashing keys into the YouTube comment system. Oh, okay. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I don't think I could, I could, I'm not attracted to women Mm -hmm. is the situation. I am just, I am, I am just not the same way that a straight person is not attracted attracted to to. the same sex. You are what you're attracted to, but also it's because, so my psychic once told me. Oh my God, here we (laughs) fucking go. You guys buckle in. <laughs> Joe can't even get through this now. I don't even like what I say half the time. <laughs> she told me I was an experiencer. 
Oh, and um, uh, what and the I fuck agree. Does that mean? Well, I don't. I, I it's hard for me to focus on one thing at a time. Okay, I like to or to even complete one thing at a time, mm-hmm. or complete anything, <laughs> anything at all ever. I just like to experience every single facet that I can, mm-hmm. and so I think I would want to experience having a vagina. Mm-hmm. Um. And why not also be on my period as well at that time? Why not? Like, you know, like just I want to I would want to experience that. So I could maybe not necessarily relate because you would only be experiencing it once and you can't really compare that to a lifetime or, you know, everybody's experience. Yeah. Um, But I could at least understand, maybe understand some things better. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, I've had some girlfriends who have been like oh i wish i could just see what it's like to have a penis yeah exactly and just see what that type of like masturbation feels like oh yeah totally um and so i would want to just just see your vibrator would have a whole new use i would have another another crevice to explore crevice to explore (laughs) so why why would you pick that as well? I feel like it's the same thing in the sense where, like, if I were, like, in a situation where I was, like, going to sleep with a woman, I don't think I could get it up. Just, I mean, yeah. not because that the woman is ugly. Like, no. Right. Like, the woman could be totally attractive, but just, like, biologically, like, right. you just, nine times out of ten, I probably will not be, like, sexually attracted to your gender. Like, it's Right. It's you can't like, control that. Exactly. It's, like, a very, like, like that is you know. who you are. Um, and so I don't think I would be able to like function and like actually go through with that properly. Um, and so I definitely, I would go for, for having a vagina for a week just because that like, it's, it's something that I could never experience ever. Like I, I could never like, I can't imagine like being born with a, with the opposite gender, with the opposite genitalia. And, Mm -hmm. and also like, even with the, with the caveat of being on your period, like, I, I would I would want to go through that because I want to, you know, it, uh, not, and like you said, not that I can compare this to like everyone else's, you know, every, you know, time of the month every or whatever, every woman's whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't have any sort of like baseline to compare that to when I talk to my girlfriends that are like, you know, on their period. Like, I have mm-hmm. no idea what that feels like. And so I think right. it would be interesting to like, if I could take that knowledge after and like my, you know, if I only have this vagina for a week. I can, you know, relate a little more to them and, you know, kind of, I don't know. I, I just feel like it'd be very interesting. I'd, I'd be a very good learning experience mm-hmm. because like, I, like I said, I have nothing to compare being on your period to and or having vagina. And like you said, like vibrators and stuff, like I have a whole new place to explore mm-hmm. and like, it would be crazy, you know, like, I don't know what all the little figgly fangly little danglies do. Wow. But I, I could figure out all the bells and whistles. I would be, you know, the technical occupied. terms you're using there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think it, we're definitely on the same page. It'd just be like Dr. Oh, Ravioli and Dr. House. Ravioli, uh, you know, a gynecologist. MD. Yeah. I am uh, definitely a, a gyno. That is me. OBGYN. OBGYN. No. <sighs> No. Anyways, yeah, so we, bo- we both pick having a vagina for the week and being yes. on our periods. So that, that's a wonderful question, Sarah. Thank you so yeah, much for Yeah, that was really in. interesting. I like those kinds. Yeah. So we have Oh, a- we should. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, no. Go ahead. We'll do this one first. Then I got to make sure I mention something. But yeah. Okay. Introduce so, the next one. So the next one um, is from Iowa. And this voicemail is from Ellie. So we'll play that now. 
Hi, it's Ellie again from Des Moines. My friend Emma had a question, but she's too scared to ask. She wanted to know if you guys had to pick to be stuck in any sort of, like, horror movie environment. So, like, basically pretend that you're in a horror movie. What horror movie would you want? You can think of it from, like, a survivability situation, or you can think about it like, man, I just want to get fucking ripped apart situation. Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Love your gaming channel, Joe. Hi. Well, hi, Ellie. Thank you so much for giving us a ring. Yeah, thank you, Ellie. This is a, I love a wonder- this question. Yeah, I, Joe was, you know, jumping off for this question. <laughs> yeah. We were going through our voicemails. I'm getting off to it. <laughs> no? Can't no. say that? <laughs> getting off to those zombos. I thought that was my job. I'm fucking the ogre. Jesus. Mm. I'm fucking the murderers. <laughs> I no, mean, can't eh. say that, can you? Eh, I don't know. Well. Anyways, so um, this the so the question was so you're in a horror movie. I'd fuck a ghost. Well, I would fuck. We've I, moved on. Haven't yeah, we? we have. We have moved on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we had a. Anyways, so you're in a horror movie. What type mm-hmm. of horror movie genre situation would you want to be in? All right, so I can see this in several different ways. Mm-hmm. And Joe is a horror movie like fanatic. Like you I are, am. you are up. There is the creek. There is one I really want to see. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go be I'm going to be seeing it on Friday. It's called It Follows. Have you heard about it? I don't think I ever have. What is it? It's an indie horror movie. It's going to be the first. So you know, I mainly watch uh, East Asian and Southeast Asian ones. Yes. Um. So this will this one's getting crazy good reviews. Though it's a Western one. Um, and it's about this girl who she I think she has this weird sexual encounter, and then this thing starts following her. Ooh. And the guy says, you know, I passed it on to you and now you have to pass it on to somebody else. This thing is going to haunt you until you pass it on to someone else. And it like can take the form of other people. This is just what I'm getting from the trailer and like a brief synopsis. But it looks really good. It's getting really good reviews. Oh. But um, okay, I can see this question in, in a few different ways. The, mo- the situation I would probably want to be in is I would... Okay, one of my favorite horror movies of all time is called Goth. It's a Japanese. Oh yeah, movie. totally. I remember Goth. Um, and it's about these two kids. I the manga is also really good too. Mm-hmm. I, I say it's really good, and I'm someone's gonna read it and be like, "This is the kind of shit you're into." And <laughs> it's because it, it does have some bad, you know, things I don't necessarily agree with. Go on in it, you know, like mm-hmm. certain situations. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, the movie's a little, a lot more tame than the manga, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about these two kids who are sort of obsessed with death and stuff, and they ch- go try to hunt down this murderer. Ooh! And in order to, they find his notebook of like who he's murdered and where he's murdered them and all this stuff. Ooh. And to find the murderer, the uh, girl makes herself get kidnapped by the murderer. Oh. And so just to like experience it because, you know, she's into that sort of thing. Gets gets off on the thrill. She does. It, that is exactly what it is. They both like sort of get off on the idea of being killed or killing somebody. It's very, very weird. Mm-hmm. But um, I that's a that's one situation I would like to be in. Just sort of like hunting down a murderer, but also like having the secret knowledge of the murders. Because there's this one really interesting scene where they go, they find out he's murdered this one girl and it's like way up in the mountains and nobody's ever going to find her. Mm -hmm. But he wrote it down in the notebook. And so they go and see it. And it's just like this, it's this really weird scene where it's like, wow, nobody else is going to go 
find this probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's very interesting. I like very, I like dark things like that. So that's one of them I can see. Another type is like the, the general you're being chased. Uh-huh. Like one. I like that feeling. Ooh. Like I, I like feeling like I'm being chased and my life is at risk. Ooh, yeah, like that adrenaline rush. Yes, I really, really like that. Mm. Um, kind of like those, all of those like cabin in the woods sort of, you know. Yeah. Typical horror movies. Um, but I don't think I would want to be in those. Or like Scream, you know, like the Scream oh, yeah. series. Um, I think what I would ultimately like to be in is some sort of supernatural situation. Mm-hmm. With like a grudge type situation where there's like a grudged spirit, which is really big in a lot of East Asian horror films. Mm -hmm. Because those don't really have a rhyme or reason to why they kill a lot of people. Yeah, they just do it. And so you write and you just sort of have to live with it or figure out what's going on and try to appease their spirit somehow. Mm -hmm. And I like the supernatural side of it too, because it's not, it's not like... It's something extra. Yes, definitely. You know, it's not like just a person killing other people. It's like something out of everybody's control above like the law. Yeah. There's like nothing you can do about it. Right. It's that helplessness thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my God. There's another one. Go for it. (laughs) Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Am I talking too much? Oh, no. Sorry. This question is really good. I really enjoy this question. (laughs) Um. There's this one where they can, it's, I think it's a Japanese movie. There's this number that they can call and they can like ask for something. And it's supposed to be like, it's connecting them to the devil or something. And he grants the wish, but then a whole lot of other bad things happen at the same time Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's been a while since I watched that one. I like cell phone related things. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know that. Always. Sorry, I blabbed for a long time and I probably didn't answer it, but mine would be supernatural. Yes. I would want a ghost situation. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like for me, I don't know. Like I do I do love horror movies. I'm not like on the the steam train full speed ahead like you. Um, but I, I never avoid a horror movie. Like if there's a horror movie that like my friends want to go to, like at the theater, I'm like always down. But I never really like search out for horror and I don't really know why because I do enjoy the thrill and I love it and I love being scared and stuff. But I feel like that the the type of horror situation that I would want to be in is something kind of along the lines of like um, like the helplessness thing that you you talked about. Only for me, mm-hmm. it's more about being lost. I think that would that would freak oh, me out more. So like the the thing that I'm really kind of turning to right now is something like the Blair Witch Project. In the sense oh, where you're, cool. you're like you're lost in in the woods, and like these things are happening, and you're with friends, and and you know things start appearing, and just like things that like don't make any fucking sense, and it just freaks you out. Like you're kind of being like hunted, and exactly, sort of and like well. you, you don't know, like everything doesn't make any sense, and you're Ooh, just you're kind just of paranoid. Like, a, like an alien situation. Yeah, almost. definitely. That's why. Maybe that's why I enjoyed mm. your alien isolation playthroughs so much. Mm. I was that's I, a that's a good one. I was in for the thrill. But um, yeah, I like that. That's a that's a really good point. The like the feeling of being lost. Yes. Is there a you mentioned Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. Was there any other one that sort of came to your mind? I mean, I I don't know. I think the one that really ca- came to my mind for that one is the Blair Witch Project. Um, and I think the only reason why is that there's a um there's a lot of different like YouTube channels now that are kind of channeling the same energy that Blair Witch did, 
only they're gearing it more towards like the more relevant things like Slender Man. There's right. um, like there was a thing a long time ago that was really popular called Marble Hornets, which was yes. kind of a- along the same lines of, of Blair Witch Project where there's these like tapes and nothing really makes any sense. And it's up to the audience to like solve these riddles and things. And it's about Slender Man and like a secret society and whatever. There's another one that's... Um, it was like Lonely Girl was back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's exactly what Lonely- presented as real. And- exactly, and it's it's very like it's that this surrealism sort of like you know mockumentary right. style stuff. Um, and I, I just I get off on it. I love it because I love things that are professionally done that are like that look amateur that are like made to look like that. Anyways, it's it's that kind of like you know being lost. Things don't make any sense. Puzzle solving type of thing that I'm just I love that answer well I mean I'm glad because I mean I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad I'm getting your approval with you the horror movie <laughs> stuff I'm just you don't know you don't ever need my approval <laughs> I just love that answer <laughs> so there you go do you remember what you were going to say after I so rudely interrupted you with the second voicemail oh you didn't really interrupt me I rudely interrupted the situation oh <laughs> um I was just gonna say we did get so many voicemails this week yes like, thank you guys so much we were so thirsty for him last week. The thirst was and real. <laughs> like, it was so real. And you guys pulled through. We got at least like a dozen or so. And we've uh, we've saved them all, all the ones that we're going to use. Yeah. So you will eventually hear some more of those in recent ones. But that doesn't mean we also don't need more. Yeah. So please keep calling us. We always need more. Please keep calling yeah. us. Because um, you guys apparently have really great questions. We obviously love these questions. Exactly. Uh, we just, we love you guys so much. And just, we love that you listen. We love that you call in. And you guys are so active on Twitter. Like, as soon as someone tweets us about like, oh, like, you know, I was doing this and I listened to your podcast and I laughed out loud and whatever. And I'm just like, wow, like that's, that's yeah, awesome. It is nice to see those things. But yeah, but I also have a, a slight announcement for everyone. We are taking next week off. I know. I'm sorry, but I am going you to just Disneyland. ruin the mood. I know I ruined the mood. I'm going to Disneyland and um, I'm a selfish little <laughs> twerp. I'm going with my family and we're going to get fucking hammered and we're going to roll around the park and, How dare you be happy? And I don't think that I'm going to be able to have the amount of responsibility to take care of the podcast next week. And Joe and I really haven't taken a week off for a while. And so we, you know, collectively decided that we're going to take next week off. But the week after that, we're going to be right back on the wagon again. So um, go outside. See the sun. Breathe some fresh air. Get out whoa, of your whoa, room. Whoa, 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 don't go, Don't go crazy. <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, but yeah, we will be missed. We will be off next week. But other than that, I, I think we're uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up, right? Yep, I think that is all for this week. Thank wrap- you guys for listening as usual. Yes, wrap that before you tap that. Eh? 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 <laughs> eh. <laughs> uh, that was like a four out of ten. You tried. It's good. I, I tried. You got, it. you got it. I don't know. I'll, I, I'll make I, it up. I'll make it up to you guys in two weeks. Anyways, thank you guys so much for calling in. And like we said, we we love you. And uh, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. So, yep. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. 
Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. So we'll see you all in two weeks on... The Show! Perfect. Gorgeous. Brilliant. Ooh. Brilliant. Got all French or whatever. Ho, 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 baguette. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>